0: Nomad's mission is to empower musicians across the globe with strategies for a sustainable career while blasting stereotypes, and to bring you tried-and-true wisdom from his colleagues in this crazy business we call music. Welcome to the Career
1: Musician Podcast with yours truly, Nomad. Today, often touted as R&B's best-kept secret, although I disagree, because if you don't know who this man is, then you have literally been sleeping under a rock. Chem, that's right, platinum-selling chem. Gold-selling Kem, Grammy noms, Kem, NAACP Image Awards, Kem, five number one singles, Kem. This man has done it all, and I've had the pleasure of working with him both in the studio and behind the camera. Let me tell you, this episode is a treat, folks. Check it out right here on the Career Musician Podcast with hashtag Community by Kem himself. We are super excited to have you here on The Career Musician. We welcome Kem.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. So, wow, okay. I've been doing some research, quite a lot to cover. Uh Uh, I'll try to be, uh, you know, as expeditious as possible so I don't bore you, but man, you have accomplished so much, uh, you know, multi platinum selling albums, gold platinum albums. you know, three Grammy nominations four NAACP image awards, five number one singles, you know, several sold out shows all over the world, a couple which I've had the pleasure of being there with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, just your story in general is so inspiring. The fact yeah. that you have built your career literally, from the ground up, on your own, that serves as an inspiration to me, and I think to everybody listening, uh, will be able to really appreciate the fact that, wow, we truly can, as human beings, do whatever we set our minds to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that there's, uh, I think there's, uh, there, there's some truth in that for sure.
1: What an inspiration. Let's talk a little bit about your history, you know, uh, growing up, I guess, in, in Detroit. Is that right? Well, I was born in
2: Nashville, and we left, my family left Nashville when I was uh, probably four years old, and then we moved to Detroit. So I've got, I've got some Nashville roots as well as uh, some Motown roots as well. You know what I'm saying?
1: Both music cities. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I did a stint in Nashville for about eight years, but that was a while ago as well. All right. And then you found yourself making your first album and selling it out of the trunk of your car. I love that. We've all heard that before. Sometimes you think, oh, man, that never really happened. But tell us about that. What was that like? Yeah, my first
2: album, Chemistry, uh, you know, those were those were the good old days. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I'm saying? You know, it was it was really it was really an exhilarating time. Uh, You know, that's when uh, independent retailers were, you know, plentiful uh you know the mom and pop record shops right. I sold I had been trying to get a record deal since I was a teenager and uh always going the the uh the proverbial route of uh creating demo tapes with you know either myself or with a band or or other people and and and, and then packaging them up and sending them off to labels and and talking to people I did that dance for a long time right. so uh when when I got ready to record the chemistry cd the chemistry album, I still call them albums. Um, I actually was, we I recorded the chemistry album. There, there was a live version that we did at a coffee house in Detroit. You know, I was like, this is the most expeditious way to, uh, to make an album is to bring some live musicians together and just, and just, and just play these songs, you know, and then put this music out. And, uh, and that was that was the plan but as it turned out i didn't like the recording um so um i didn't like the recording and so i I squashed the plans of of releasing that and releasing that recording as an album but copies of it got out and and people were in the city were vibing to this record (laughs) they were vibing to this music you know and uh and then I started doing shows and and or doing show and I would do shows. It was I would do shows, man, performing my own music. I didn't do any covers. It would just be the songs that i had written and like nobody, you know, a lot of them gigs, man, nobody knew who, you know, who's this cat. You know, I mean, you talking about
1: you talking about sweating. <laughs> so so that's huge. So let's let's unpack that for a minute. Yeah. First of all, like it seems like I'm so glad you brought that up. It seems like every band or artist who's ever created their own stuff always start with covers right what what set it in your mind okay i'm not going to do covers how did you formulate that
2: because i've you know i hire great musicians i don't i'm not a i'm not a you know and i sang in a wedding band for a long time okay and uh probably for about four or five years of course doing covers but when i was when i was you know that's weddings and bat right. mitzvahs and you know that those are the real musicians right i mean that's a whole nother conversation. Those are the cats, right. That are working four sets a night, you know, 20 minute breaks, you know what I'm saying for, you know, and, 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 you know, that's, that's the grind and then getting up and going to their other job for eight hours, you know, the next day, that's, that's the real grind. But, uh, you know, I just, I just, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't do covers, you know, I just, I just didn't do covers. And, um, you know, I found a lot of places that a lot of opportunity to, where people would let me sit and play and play my songs. Some of those gigs were paid gigs and some of them were, you know, chicken wing gigs. And some of them were, yeah. you know, just, I'm happy to be here to, you know, to, to, to sing these songs for you. And uh, dude, literally there was at one point in the very beginning is like, I had five, maybe six original songs. And uh, I had a, you know, it was a quartet. Uh, there was there was just a rhythm section bass drums and keys and guitar and I had four songs we played four songs all night the first set would be <laughs> dig it dig it man look the first set would awesome. be we would sing we, we would play the we would play the we would play these songs these five songs and they would be instrumentals and everybody would take a solo <laughs> And then the second set we came on, I would actually sing the songs. <laughs> right. Oh, and then the man. restaurant in the restaurant would turn over and then we would do the same do thing. Do it again. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. I really like the didn't, fact
1: it didn't seem brilliant at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now looking back, you say, Wow, you, you know, know, look at how far you've come. And I think that's really smart to separate church and state, so so to speak, in a creative manner. Sure. When I'm in the wedding band, I do all these covers, I do that, I make a little money. But when I'm doing my artistry, I'm just right. gonna do my artistry. Right, right. right I think right. there is brilliance in that. Right, right.
2: Yeah, yeah looking back, yeah, all, all all those things work together. So I'm doing these gigs and this C D this 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 C D is circulating from this live gig. And so now I'm doing shows and I hit the first few chords of a song and then the audience is singing the singing it back to me you know what i'm saying they're starting Uh, they're starting the song and i'm not starting the song and it's like okay wait a minute like what's happening now you know what i'm saying people have been listening have been vibing to this recording that i didn't think was good enough and they've been vibing with it you know and they know this music you know what i'm saying and now kim is and now kim is in detroit and kim is a vibe you know But but I would I would eventually go into the studio and re-record those songs and and release them on my own label and press up CDs myself and sell them out of my car and put them on consignment and go to the one stops myself. And, you know, I would eventually get to that place. But it all started, you know, it you know, it all that that that's how that that's how that ball got rolled.
1: Yeah. So so this is perfect, because as artists, we always talk about the first time we've heard our song on the radio. Right. Right. Yeah. And and it just it blows you away. You're kind of enamored. Right. But then also there's the other side of the artist that were perfectionists. So like you just said it, you said songs that I didn't think were good enough. I play three, four notes or chords and the audience is singing it back to me. Right. let's talk about that let's talk about the, the the perfectionism you know gene that's in in you and in many artists and how you are able to mitigate that on a daily <laughs> because sometimes it can be self-inhibiting right,
2: right? oh definitely you know definitely and it, and 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 it has been you know but i think that um you know when i made my first album i you know i wanted to create a project that could sit that was that was sitting on the shelves next to whoever was out at that time you know what i'm saying right. like i'm not in con you're not in you're not in you're not in competition once you get a record deal you're in competition you're con- the competition starts when you're making the record you know what right. i'm saying that's so, right no record your record has to be as my record has to be as good as Face's record. It's got to be as good as Luther's record. It's got to be as good as Anita's record. It's got to be good as Lionel's records. Oh. It's got to be good as Prince and Mike. It's got to be able to, to sit. Now, we can always debate whether I ever actually reach that re- reach that goal or you know you may not feel that way about my music i may not feel that way about yeah. it but oh no you that have in but my opinion you have <laughs> yeah that's that's where you're going right, right. that's what that's that's what that's the bar
1: you know and that analogy area. that analogy to physical shelf space <clears> back in the right. day it used to be on shelves the album or right. the cd so and you literally would be sitting next to those other artists right so i right. love that right. visual because right. now, you know, although we don't have that physical uh, shelf, we still have the visual.
2: Right, right. And I feel, you know, and so
1: when I'm recording,
2: you know, I, I you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I work at a at a at a high level. I mean, you've done. <laughs>
1: sessions you've you've weathered my abuse in the studio. <laughs> but you know what that that's all part of it and it's i'm so glad you said that because i talk about studio etiquette all the time you know as, yeah. a, as a career musician uh if you're there to play an instrument so there's okay so i wear different hats but when i'm wearing the hat of session musician and i'm there to collaborate with an artist and a producer I am there to facilitate your dream, your vision, help facilitate right. it. And if you the artist and or producer or any combination thereof asks me to do something, it is my obligation to do my best to make that happen. Yeah. That's yeah. just the truth of it. Yeah. And it and I'm, doesn't I'm, it doesn't matter how much, you know, how painstaking it is to get there. The the idea is we have to get there no matter what.
2: Right? Right. And at the end of the day, dude, I just have to, I have to like what's coming back through the speakers, you know, and I don't, and I'll do whatever and I'll do whatever it takes. It's not, it's not, so I don't, I don't necessarily see it as, as perfectionism. I see it as, I see it as process. I see it as, as I need to do whatever it takes in order to like what's coming out of those speakers i got to do whatever it takes so if that means and you the music my musicians think they got it bad dude when i'm cutting vocals and cats don't know right. they're like i'm not just i'm not just you know an artist who is you know going in and then singing it down and then i'm leaving in the producer no i'm involved in every aspect so i'm editing my own vocals you know what i'm saying i'm I i'm that. you know yeah. i'm editing the drums i'm i'm editing the bass i'm editing when you send me your track. I'm the one who's, you know, moving as you know, what I'm saying so, nice, I mean, whatever it takes in order for me to, to to like what's coming out of the speakers. That's, 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 that's what I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah,
1: right. But once again, I think there's there's a lot of wisdom in this, you're able to separate the two, you're acting as a producer and an artist on one side. But on the other side, you're listening objectively as a consumer of the music, right? right right so you're you're kind of listening with untainted ears right Uh, right. a a a clean slate a blank palette right Uh, yeah because if you go in biased oh i know this joint is good this is so good i love it ah you're already kind of starting in not so good of a space Right.
3: right hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds Yeah, if I don't if I don't
2: love it, I don't put it out. Right. Right. You know, if I don't love it, I don't it doesn't. I don't even if I don't love it, I don't even I don't even I don't even flush it out. You know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. I got to love. I got to love what it is You yeah. know.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So so is it true like, you know, we can go on your website and everywhere else on online and check out some of your story. So you did finance this first album chemistry on, on, on credit on like a credit card. American Express, yeah, <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, man, it's, you know. Again, I always I, talk about that
2: faith, man. Dude, look here. We're gonna make it's. Uh, you know, and that's and that is what it is. You know, it's, it's 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 believing. It's believing in yourself, and 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 I didn't. You know, and I don't. I think that uh, for those of us who are privileged to. To be career musicians, you know. I think that this. I I think that we're living in our purpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're supposed to be doing. And I think that there is something in us that there is something in us that knows that. You know what I'm saying? It's not just Mama said you play good in the living room, or you know you (laughs) you know your mother will sing for everybody. Come on in here and sing for everybody. Come on in here. It's not that. You know what I'm saying? It's like there is you know i know that i know that i know that i know that this is what i'm supposed to be doing at what level how it shakes out i don't know but like i know that this is what so whatever i got to do in order to make that happen and uh so american express you know had obviously mistaken me for somebody with good credit
1: you <laughs> <laughs> made it happen man you made it happen that proactive approach that's what you need to do yeah
2: you know if you're not willing to if you're not willing to put everything that you have put your credit, put your 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 FICO score, your your money, your resources behind your dream, then why would you expect anybody else to sign up for it? Wow, you know what I'm saying? So So true.
1: And then so then Motown gets wind of you crushing it in Detroit, like you said, yeah, now you're developing a local fan base, which obviously then spread but uh, so did you go to Motown? Did Motown come to you? How did that transpire?
2: Uh, Motown called us you know my manager uh, at the time Toya Hankins was uh you know we were we were grassroots grinding you know uh we were you know it was it was an incredible time we had uh we were selling records in Detroit in Chicago I was selling them online uh we had Airplay in Miami uh Hot 105 in Miami uh Derek Brown and You know whur and uh so we were on radio you know i was getting publishing checks
1: i was but let's talk let's talk about that because because indie as an indie artist doing a radio campaign and having your publishing straight those are two big steps that a lot of you know emerging artists right kind of kind of don't they miss the mark on that so tell me how you how you did that tell us i read i read a lot
2: you know coming you know and i'm not i'm not a, a a voracious reader but i just wanted to know you know i wanted to know you know i needed to know what 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 bmi was and i needed to know um you know i understood that like you know, from from conception, you know, I as far as publishing, like I own I own this, you know, this intellectual property. I, I needed to know how to put a barcode, get my own barcode, yes. my own company, my own LLC, and figure out how to put get a barcode that belonged to me so I could put it on this record so that when I do take it into these these stores and it gets scanned, you know, it that shows up somewhere. You know, Under I need to Yeah, you know, all of that stuff, man. And like and I wasn't and it was by default, dude, I wasn't, you know, a record executive, you know, I didn't hold the MBA. you know, I was just, that information was out there and it's like, okay, so what do I need to do next? You know, what, what else, what do I need to do next? What's, what's, what's the next thing? It's like one, one foot, you know, in front of the other. And, uh, um, you know, and Toya was very instrumental in, in, in networking and, and, and shipping out, you know, um, packages to the labels. We did do that. Right. Uh, but we weren't waiting, you know, but we weren't waiting, you know what I'm saying? It was like, we put the, we put the music in the hands of the people, you know, we let the people, the people drove everything. The people, if, if you have something that people dig, you know, industry will follow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Matt,
1: you said so much right <laughs> there. I mean, I want to unpack some of that. Cause wow, first of all, you recognize that it's IP, intellectual property, which, so many people fail to understand that that's what it is. Okay, once you recognize that then you said, "All right, what are the channels that I have to go through? Uh, in order to get this into the hands of the fans, the people like you said, okay, so that's right. the second right. thing. And then you self educated. And that's what it takes. And I don't care if you did this, I, I believe you did this in the early 2000s, right?
2: Early 2000s, yeah.
1: Right. So I don't care if you did it then or if you're doing it 20 years later. Sure, some of the methods have changed. Some of the you know distribution and things have changed. But the principles remain the same. The principles are the same. Yeah. And what a yeah. message, man. So that's why I keep hitting in on this because I'm like, I know there's artists out there that need to hear this. Yeah. Again, beautifully executed in, in your business plan you know right 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 the business right the, the business right <laughs> right i know it's one foot in front of the other but it, yeah. in se- essentially
2: we can, I, we, you know we, we intellectualize <laughs> it man but it's real, you know but it's get you it. know there wasn't no yeah. there was no plan it was just kind of like you know this is what this is what i need to do next you know right. it's understanding understanding all of the all of the elements and and for those things that i don't understand or don't have a handle on knowing that having somebody to call who does you know and uh um, you know, and it's still a learning process because it's different right. now, you know, right. I mean, the principles are the same, but the, but the, but the, you know, there aren't obviously, you know, you can't buy a CD or you can't buy an album, you know, damn near anywhere. Right. I mean, they're, <laughs> you <laughs> know, so, but the principle is the same, dude, if yeah. you, if you are, on whether you're on Spotify or, or title or, or wherever, you know, your, whatever platform, if somebody hears your music and they dig it, you know, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? If people dig the music, man, then, you know, it all boils down to people, to people loving what you do.
1: I love that. And then, but then the other thing, the other side of this is you took, you took what you gambled on, you took that product, and then you started a radio campaign so you could monetize that and collect the publishing of what you held on your own. Bro, again, I'm telling you this yeah. sure it sounds like yeah i'm just doing it you know out of necessity but bro you really work this out because now those publishing checks are helping support you as an artist to help you create your next work and so forth it right. just perpetuates itself right 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 you know right. so i mean execution to the t you
2: know yeah 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 those Excellent. were, those were- those were the good old days. <laughs> yeah, <I know.
1: laughs> but still, it's still good. It's still good. The good you new know. days now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good new days. Yeah. Let's talk about touring. So so then you, you, you hook up with Motown. Uh, uh, I guess you get a five album deal. Is that right? Initially yeah. with them? Yeah. And yeah. then you start hitting the road to support all the beautiful art you're creating. You were used to gigging because you were gigging around the Detroit area, you said, you know. Yeah. But when you go on tour... As your own artist for the first time, talk about yeah. that. That must have been exciting. It was ex- it was exciting, and it was um,
2: and it was uh, and it was stressful. Mm. You know, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Because there's a you know, it's one thing you know to to uh, to be singing in a in a in a club or you know, on a festival, you know, locally, which is great work, and and it's not, you know, I mean, you know, I cut my teeth in the wedding band, and and you know, sang in church choirs. I mean, it's one thing to do that; it's a whole nother thing when your name is on the sign. <laughs> you know, what that's I'm saying? right. That's right. <laughs> name is on the sign, and you are the guy in front, and you are the guy or the girl, you know, who's responsible for filling these seats you know and you are the you know i mean it's you know it's it, it it's it's a lot you know and it it was fun and it was and it was exhilarating and it still is you know exhilarating in a lot of ways it was um it was uh you know it was simple in the fact that you know i had one album and the people you know and that's that, i think that's one of the biggest takeaways from a live performance is that the audience wants you to win we would be thinking like mm-hmm. the audience we got to go out here and like Beat the audience up to get us to get them to like us, you know what I'm saying? But the audience bought the ticket because they want you to win, they came to see you to see you win. So, wow. you know what I'm saying? You're starting off, you're starting, you, you're starting off with a leg with a leg up, you know what I'm saying? Hey, this is Motown recording artist Kim, and you're listening to the career musician with Nomad. Be sure to like, follow, share, and comment on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Download, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. That's
2: a great way to frame it. You know, you already, you didn't buy the ticket, so they're ready, they're ready to see you. So you can, you can, you know, you should be able to relax just a little bit. A little bit,
1: right. (laughs)
2: With those first shows, man, it was like, you know, on my first album, I played all the keyboards. You know, it was just the production was keyboards, bass, drums and guitar and some horns. So like I'm playing all the keyboards. So I never got up. I sat in the middle of the stage on my motif and I sang these songs off of my first album, you know, and people. I mean, and it was me. It was the guy, you know, and I think that was really what really set us up to be able to do so well, you know, doing shows because i was just the guy who you were who you've been listening to at your desk or in your car while you were cleaning your house it was just that guy it was no no frill no dancers no right you know ain't no light shows just it was just that guy is just sitting down here and he's just singing these songs that we love you know wow. and uh and over the years you know it 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 evolved you know it I I evolved as an artist and and the songs evolved and I wanted to put a group together that a band together that you know and we were opening up you know so we weren't really I wasn't really mm-hmm. carrying you know the okay. whole thing but in order to carry the whole thing it had to change. You know what I'm saying? Right. You gotta, That's you right. Know, that, ener- that energy, you know, the you know, it has to peak in the right places. It has to, you know, get in and, 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 and chill out in the right places. And you got to right. hit certain songs and you, you learn what works and what what doesn't work. And, uh, you know, so it, the show has changed over the years. I wanted to be able to go on before or behind, you know, anybody you know um right so we you know you know which which we you know that's that's the plan i mean there's some people you just don't want to go on after <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean let's talk about that it's so funny you mentioned that because we yeah. were on tour together i was with babyface and and yeah. you were with yeah. yourself amazing uh, bro your show is so on point like the last show i saw yeah. was uh this year uh, i mean last year around this time i think uh it was killing i mean it was so beautifully executed and performed like the like you said it had the um the dynamics right the dynamic the ups right. and the downs the bobs and the weaving you know in and out it's beautiful so uh we're talking now many tours later you've developed you right, know right, this right, this right. this protocol that you adhere to this this and this routine and you know you you got your you got your touring muscles for sure you know
2: yeah yeah but it's like you know Especially like, like you know, going on after, before, after face, and we always, you know, <laughs> we're always. I don't want to go on after, you know, like, dude, I right. don't want to go on after because, like, it ain't fair. Right. It ain't fair. You go, you're not going on just after babyface. You going on after babyface, Tevin Campbell, yeah. like Whitney Houston, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Brown,
1: TLC, Bobby Brown,
2: TLC, uh, New you know, Edition, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, come you on, wanna, you know, yeah. it's not a question of. Yeah are you good enough it's like yeah we're good enough but it's like it's just the flow of the you know this is just the the flow of the show and like and on but i but I've, I've become more and more comfortable you know with what we do and when and people know what you know they they know how they know how we're coming you know what i'm saying right
1: and and <laughs> and this i think this is accredited accredited to the fact that when you hear a chem song like you said from those first three or four notes there's no doubt in your mind oh this is a fucking cam song right here. <laughs> right. This is my jam. This dude doesn't let me down because I know when I listen to this record, his records, his body of work, his catalog, it's the vibe. He sets that same vibe every time. Like you said, whether you set it in your living room or you set it in front of 15,000 people, it's right. you bro. And there's a lot of weight in that that you have created your own identity. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 No, that's huge. And that's not blowing smoke. That's just legit. That's the real deal. Like, it's very hard to develop that as an artist.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, was that evolutionary? Of course it was in a sense. But how, in the beginning, did you say, you know what? I'm going to, did you mastermind that? Did you say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z? I'm going to figure out how to do this and that? Was there any kind of pre schematics involved? No, in I
2: think, I think the, I think the premise is always, the premise, my premise is always, you know, ground zero for me is always just how can I, how can I be better? You know, how can I be better? How can I, how can I be uh, competitive? Not in the, not in the sense that like I'm I'm right. competing with, with people, but you know, how can I, you know, how can, you know, how can I bring it? You know, how can I bring it? How can I keep what I'm doing fresh? You know, how can I keep the audience, you know, engaged? You know, um, how can right. I challenge myself you know on stage um you know we want i want i want you to be entertained when you leave you know a a chem a, a show i want you to have an experience you know and not so much you know the, a, a party vibe but i mean my, i like to think that our shows are entertaining that they're spiritual that they're that they're moving that they're you know there's nothing yeah i remember we did a uh, we did a, a a christmas show and i'm and i you know and i I started singing uh, one of the songs from my Christmas album, man, and, I know, and, and, when, and when I started singing the song, the dude, there was a dude in the audience, it was like, he settled down, he settled into his seat and like put his arm around his woman. Yeah, you know see, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was
1: like, you know, that's what it is. You know? uh, it's like when you put on that Nat King Cole record, <laughs> Chestnuts on an Open Fire, you're know, you just like, like, oh man, that's comfy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know i love i, I want people to leave, to leave feeling like that you know right right you know, so so the, so the, so there's no you know the only plan is to is to be better you know and to be the best version of myself you know on 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 stage And on wax
1: (laughs) I love that I love that man that's such a perfect word of wisdom you know I always ask my guests about that Um, and I love the fact that that's your you know principle that you personally adhere to if if you were asked by an up-and-coming artist, you know you know hey Cam how do I make it today what do I got to do what's it gonna take you know it seems like that's that's the fork that's the, the foundation of it right there what you said any other advice that you would throw at them you know what else i think the first thing
2: man is like really to make sure that like you know you have to and this is the and it's a dance you know when you're first starting out you have to know that this is what you're supposed to be doing right you know you have to know that you know everybody that wants to you know what your, your motivation is your you know your motivation to be famous your motivation to make some money to just you know make a whole lot of money you know you mm-hmm. we, we live in a reality you know in this reality Entertainment-driven thing where everybody has got a you know a YouTube channel and uh, a IG page, and right. we're all trying to have our greatest moments. And just because you can sing, real, just because you can sing, don't mean that you're supposed to be dedicating your entire life to this. You know what I'm saying? What you're supposed to be doing, you're what you think you're going to get from here, and what you're looking for from here is actually waiting, maybe waiting for you someplace else. But you're doing this dance, right? And you're going to be trying to you know, get a record deal until you're 75, you've missed the mark. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not to say that you can't be 75 and get a record deal, but I'm just saying, you know, make sure that this is, you know, and if you can hear all of that that I just said and you still want to pursue it, then then then, then I would say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> then it means that it chose you and you didn't choose it,
2: right? Right. You know, then I would say, you know, educate yourself. Yes. Um, uh, read you know there were a lot of real simple books man that helped me of course everybody's read you know donald passman uh um you know everything you need to know about the music about the music business i I started reading i started reading it again you know what i'm saying just you know i mean educate yourself um surround yourself with people who are uh you don't have to know everything but you should know the lingo you should know the Mm -hmm. language and you should Mm -hmm. be able to surround yourself with people if you don't know find somebody who does know um and the people who are around you right now i read this book man i don't i couldn't tell you who the author was but it was about it was a book called how to manage your band
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) because lord knows your band is always full of trouble there's
2: always trouble in a band band. (laughs) i mean but it was just simple stuff like dude you know stop trying to connect with Irving Azoff. You know, the guy who's most important to you right now is the guy who can fix your microphone. <laughs> you know That's what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to the people who are around who are in your sphere right now. You all are That's you all are coming up together right now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So those people are important to this to this this stage of of your journey you know, surround yourself with the creative people who are, you know, those people are, you know, are, are integral to, to, to your destiny. Y'all may not uh, all go on the same ride and arrive at the same place, but right now in this place, they're integral to you. This is you what know, the meant, yeah. people who are with you right now are the ones who are going to be, you know, who are going to be part of the found, the part of the foundation that you're standing on to, to reach for the stars, you know? That's so, right you know, cherish those people, try to work with integrity. Don't work for money. If you're working for money, you're a fool, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, don't chase gigs, let your yes be yes, and your no be no, you know what I'm saying? If I tell Michael Rapol that, yo, I'm gonna do, if I tell anybody, if I tell, if, I tell, if I tell Nomad that I'm gonna do his podcast at five o'clock on Thursday, you know if oprah calls me and wants to do something at five, i can't do it because i've made a commitment to you you know what i'm saying wow. i've chased that before and i've chased that and been wrong you right. know and didn't get anything you know what i'm saying what well, let your yes be yes and your know be no pay people what you owe them. if you can't pay them tell them you can't pay them don't run for nobody don't cross the street when you see folks That's take right. people's phone calls you know what I'm saying return yeah. phone calls don't make promises that you can't keep i mean these are right that's just life 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 like we should be doing that in every year but like that's yeah, you know but you know people should want to when your team and your crew leave the building people should be like yo
1: when are nice they coming back yeah yeah <laughs> okay. right yeah yeah let's get them back they were so much fun so good to work with i mean and but these are the tenets of life like you said that why for some reason well we know why because society has been twisted by by technology in a way but it's just so many people don't adhere to these principles anymore and it's right. really sad right. it's frustrating like, I, I, your your follow-up game the integrity of your word you know, right. uh, just just scheduling and budgeting. And hey, I'm so sorry, I don't have the money right now. But tell you what, by this date, I can pay you. You know what I mean? Right. L- that, right. that communication, Right. O- oftentimes right. I'm baffled by the fact of that communication seems to be missing in our industry. Just right. communicate. Right, right. right. So, right. wow. Yeah, S- uh, man, so grateful for to hear all of this from you. And not only hear it from you, but I've been working with you for a while now. And you prove it to me in all of your actions. This is who you are as a person. Not that you have to prove anything you don't. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, you don't right, just right. speak this. You live it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, you know, it's
2: important. You know, it's it, it's really it's really important, man. I think that that, uh, you know, and I look back, man, it's like, you know, I've been, my first chemistry was almost 20 years ago, you know, wow. and, uh, you know. Where did, you know, it's like, where, where did the time go? You know, um, yes. you know, so, you know, I think that, um, you know, I'm grateful for it. And and, you know, and I have when I when I sit back, it's like, yeah, I've learned, I've, I've had some things that, you know, learned, learned a few things that have helped me along the way. So hopefully, you know, that can be helpful for somebody else.
1: Absolutely. Now, speaking of which, August twenty eighth, 2020, you just dropped your fifth album, Love Always Wins yeah and i am so grateful to have been a part of that uh thank you for calling me to play on a couple tunes uh always delighted to work with you talk about that so this i mean this album is is dope and not only did i get to record some but we did some other stuff i don't know if i could talk about that yet but
2: (laughs) yeah 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 oh the the uh yeah we did uh Yeah. And thank you for, for, for participating. We got a, you know, when we did the tiny desk, the NPR tiny desk, I think that that's, that's probably airing soon. If it hasn't already aired. Um, I just got word yesterday that, uh, the other tune that you played on uh, the the duet "Live Out Your Love" with Tony Braxton just yeah. just cracked the top ten on er, on Urban U- uh, UA right. Radio. You know, congrats, so, man! And, and friend, today is my joint for real, like, like forever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So,
3: yes.
2: you know, uh, that's my uh, my fifth fifth studio album on the Motown label, um, and uh, I always feel like the the my current album my current project is the best that i've you know the best that i could be to date yeah. and uh and love always wins is 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 no is no different man i'm really 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 proud of, of the work that we've done and and really great grateful that you are that that you're a part of it and really looking forward to having you on 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 other stuff, you know.
1: Oh man, I can't wait. Super stoked. And then also like I just you have so much cool things going on. Uh so tell me about what you're doing with love and marriage with your wife. On social media it looks like you guys are doing like this mini series kind of vibe. Hey folks, Stephen Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report.
3: And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family where the best of music and podcasts unite.
2: We've got something
1: pretty cool for you
0: you're eligible for our
1: monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
3: And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
2: Yeah, we shot, um, you know, my wife is uh, is truly uh, my better half.
1: <laughs> I love that. And, I say uh, that all the time. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know, I mean, like, for real, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's... Uh, you know it's like the 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 missing the missing link um mm. you know the um you know my it, the missing link where i'm where I'm going next she's an integral part of it you know mm. and uh um and we wanted to we wanted to share that share our story and like we do we would do things man and people would would comment on it, you know, and would be intrigued by it, you know, and uh, especially during this time where these crazy times that we're living in, just wanted to put something positive out into into the world and 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 share, um, you know, an aspect of my life that that people. Um, you know, have always probably have probably always been curious about, but we're never really, you know, like what, you know, so we, we take, I think the, the last episode will air, uh, this, this coming weekend and, uh, you know, she's a DJ, so she's, she's gigging and she's, you know, she's just really, a you know, really, I'm really proud of her. And, uh, and I, am I'm really, uh, looking forward to what, what, what comes next. You know, for us as a couple,
1: amazing! Yeah. I love that. More power to you guys. So exciting! And finally, this last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Tell us about Mac and Third. So you founded this nonprofit organization, and right. you know, it sounds like you're doing some really great things.
2: Uh, Mac and Third, yeah. Mac and Third is uh, is a foundation that I started, and really, just I started it, man, because. Um, we uh, you know, I have a, a, a background of, of, of being, you know, homeless and in and out of shelters and battled with addiction and, and depression and all of these things, man. And there and, and during the darkest periods of my life there were organizations and, and people who who lent me a helping hand and, and helped me get back on my feet. And uh mm. so I started the foundation to uh, give resources to organizations like that, you know, especially, uh, you know, a lot of places are l- like the uh, Salvation Army and the Detroit Rescue Mission and, and um, uh, a lot of organizations are funded by, you know, people they're, they're to do their work, you know, they need, they need money, you know, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. they used to be able to rely on, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of funding from the government and, and that's, you know, dwindle down to next to nothing, you know, so wherever I can throw somebody a bone and help them do some good out in the world, you know, that's, that's what Mac and Third is about.
1: I think that's so important. That's such an yeah. integral part to what you do as an artist. That's beautiful, man. Thank you. Uh, do you mind if we do some quick rapid fire questions for fun? Oh, yeah, sure. All right. Favorite food?
2: Uh, anything from my mother's kitchen.
1: Ah, good answer. But I bet you it's amazing. too. <laughs> Favorite sport? Yep. Uh, basketball. How do you spend your free time, assuming you have free time? Working. <laughs> hey, Exactly, right? <laughs> I say that all the time. As musicians, we don't have free time, really.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, if, I'm, if, I'm not, if I'm not working, you know, I'm, real, I'm, I'm, I'm wrangling my kids, you know. Right, there you go. Um, there I'm, you go. I'm wrangling my kids. Yeah, I'm either I'm either working or I'm being a dad and a husband.
1: On those long flights across continents, wh- how do you enjoy your time? I sleep. <laughs> Aha! Catch up on sleep. Right. I'm, uh, s- I'm
2: sleep. I'm sleep before the wheels leave the ground.
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm so jealous. I can't sleep that well on planes. Yeah, so I, I look yeah. at my buddies who can. I'm like, oh man. Uh, okay. What's the last song you listened to that you had no professional affiliation with?
2: The last song I listened to that had no. Yeah. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Right, yeah, my wife My wife was playing it now. She was <laughs> playing it. Uh, yeah.
1: I love that. Wait, who, could, who is that? Who, who is that? Is I was that just going to Ma- say. I don't even know who that is. Is that? Uh, Re- Return of the Mac. That's like. It's Claren- not like Maxi Priest or somebody. Maxi Priest. Is it somebody? Yeah, it's like the
2: 90s, no, right?
1: Yeah. I think it is the 90s. Yeah, it is the 90s.
2: Yeah. So, I'll, I'll look it up.
1: We're gonna, not Terrence Trent Darby. No, 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 no.
2: No, it's not Terrence Trent no. Darby. But but he's although well, that dude, man, yeah, that's crazy, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Uh, what what favorite TV show or movies that you're streaming now? Are you into any of that?
2: My favorite movie is uh, Tombstone. It's Tombstone and the Godfather. It's like Tombstone uh-huh. and the Godfather. It's like right, you know, right, like right, 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 right up in there. Tombstone
1: uh, is the Western, right? That Western? Tombstone is, uh, yeah. yeah, O.K.
2: Corral, Wyatt Earp. Yes, Wyatt Earp. Kirk, Kirk Russell and, Kurt Russell man. and- Russell, uh, man. Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. a
1: good one, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay, shopping online or brick and mortar? Obviously, without COVID. Um, Online. Online, okay. nice. Online. nice,
2: nice. yeah. I mean, yeah get right because i'm in the store man and like uh i was in the mall a few years ago trying to buy something real simple man and the and the and the person who was who was who was serving me
1: yeah.
2: was just really you know i'm like dude really I'm, and then it just and the light bulb went off I'm like, why am I even in here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be here. <laughs> I was gonna say that was a stupid question for you because you probably get mobbed when you go to the store. So, why, why,
2: why yeah. am I even in here? You gotta here? be careful. Like, uh,
1: look, you've collaborated with so many great people, but if there was a dream collaboration, what would it be? Sade. Sade. That, oh, I already hear it. That's amazing. I could yeah. see the both yeah. of you making music together. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good one. And finally, the proverbial drum roll. What would you do if you weren't Kem, the artist, the musical artist? If you weren't a career musician, what do you think you'd end up be doing? Waiting tables, <laughs> <laughs> like so many of us. I say tables. that all the time. I'm you know like, I'm there's nothing else to do. What am I gonna do? Right? <laughs> right. Wait that right? You know what I'm saying? What? It chose us. In that sense. i you know what I'm saying? I didn't, yeah. prepare for I didn't prepare for anything else.
2: Yeah. You know? So I, true. You know? Yeah.
1: Man. Cam, I am so grateful that you took the time once again. We appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate you. And I'm just glad to call you a friend.
2: No, man. It's been a pleasure, man. And uh, looking forward to making more great
0: music with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Binge previous seasons of the Career Musician Podcast. And subscribe for all new episodes.
2: Follow The Career Musician on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on the latest news and tips from the world's leading musicians.
1: I'm just a nomad, nowhere man Writing the songs in this one-man band A nomad